0: chaotic okay the kids are going to be with us we want to also Wait. embrace that and celebrate that but get involved that's what i would say get involved there's going to be engagement you know let's get a bit more of the clapping going get out of your seats really encourage you to do to do that this morning john excellent this you i think chris oh it's over to me now yeah, as well oh, good okay right so we're gonna we're gonna start off with a little bit of audience participation Wait. okay so is everybody ready for that so, Diane, can we have the first... Uh, so, can we all say that together? Good, right, good. So, we're all going to welcome each other. But now we're going to try it in a few other languages. So, let's try another one. Anyone? They're good. Uh, They're good. Good. Yeah, that's good. Okay, next one. Bonjour. Good. Yeah, we even got the kind of the French kind of romantic oh. accent going on there. Okay. Well, here we go. Any more? Where's oh, Danny oh, boy? Where's Danny boy? Come on, Dan. Uh, We've got we got a Polish one. Dzień dobry, Dzień dobry, time, Dzień dobry. Everybody else, everyone. <laughs> oh, it's not very really good, was it? No. All right. Next one. Is it is this right or not? It is. What is it?
1: Jóregat.
0: Can we get? Should we try one more time?
1: Jóregat.
0: Jóregat. Can we do that? Nice chops. Do that again. Was that good? That's good. Jóregat. Did I get the roll of the tongue right as well? That was good. Okay. It's all about the R. Uh-huh. Next one, Portuguese. Where's Flavia? We've got Flavia somewhere. Here we go, here we go, here we go. No, no, I'm coming. I'm getting my steps in today. No, no, it's good. 10,000. Bon dia. Bon dia. Oh, <laughs> Bom dia. Bom bon dia. Can we try that? Okay, that's good. Yeah. Next one then, Diane, thanks. This is, this is Afrikaans, so who can speak Afrikaans amongst us? Anyone? Yeah, oh, here we go, we've got one, we've got one. Go on, is, it, is this right or not?
2: Kind of. Khweer uh, Morda is good morning. Or oh, do you hear that? And again, Josh. Khweer ri- yeah. yeah, good. Yeah, okay, we like
0: it, we like it. Next one. Oh, yes. Come on.
3: Anyone? We're going to get to the pros here. Come on, Nadim.
2: Good.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to try it. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, next one. Well, this is Lithuanian. Have we got Loretta this morning or not? I can't see her. Anybody Lithuanian? Uh, Lithuanian amongst us? I'll have a go. Go on, John. (laughs) Labas Raitas. Can we all try that? (laughs) come Labus on rightas. labas raitas labas raitas good second language okay Th- this one's for you Zeb goede morgen good morning. nice is that, that alright? oh good okay yeah have we got one more? I can't remember now oh, oh we have yeah is this right or not? Was he wosi otia can we try that? Good. Very good. good. Good, good, Okay. I think... Have we got... Is there one more, Diane, or is that it? No, we're on. Excellent. Well, well done, everybody. That was a good effort. Good work. Good work. Five out of ten. <laughs> we're going to have a bit more practice. A bit more practice next time, definitely. Okay. We gonna, we're going to now watch a video that's been prepared and... This is the Lord's Prayer in the variety of languages across Hope Church.
4: Welcome. Bem-vindos.
5: Crystal. Welcome. Związek. Bocian mody. Czarna mykulewna. No. Vitajcie. I stęnożot. Ahlan wa sahlan. Let's pray. Our Father,
1: who is in heaven.
5: Pai Nosso, who is in the earth, santificado seja o vosso nome. Ein Tod, a honoit and a Nevoid, sanctify de Eno.
6: Uns Father, who in the hell is, let your name be revealed.
1: Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven
5: Te tenija tavo karalyste te sieta vo vale kaip danguja taip ir žemėje
7: Rimadžieses manto po eti žemyn pavio mūsų rošt kruti aje mede
5: khane zegi pya kemi inacho dikis emianenigwe Give us today
1: our daily bread
5: atina khubseina kafafa yaumaina
1: and
4: minden
1: us our sins meg we forgive those who sin against
6: bit And forgive little bit of a little bit of a
5: little bit of ons assim Fella Mavain, Ninai, and Deledwir
1: And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil.
5: Etubana, Aini Momoa. Madopotani, Naka, Adrihi. Irnela is Musugundite, but Galbek Musno Picto.
1: Isamigazakumovko, the Tigmigazem For yours is the kingdom, the power, the glory, forever and ever.
4: Your és is the i moc na you
1: for your time. Thank you Amen. Amen.
5: Amen. Amen. Amen, Amen. Amen.
6: Amen.
7: Amen. Amen. Amen.
3: Amen. Isn't it amazing just to? We're quite a small community, probably about 150 odd. And yet we've got so many diverse nations and nationalities and languages amongst us. And it, it really excites me that we can be here uh, together worshipping the same God. And that's our plan this morning. But before we do that, we just thought we would just going to just warm you up a little bit just before we get in the zone. Okay, so we're going to go international chops. Where are we going to go? We're going Mexico now. Mexico, yeah. we're going Mexico 1986 World Cup. Do you remember it well? It was good. And the highlight of the Mexico 1986 World Cup was the very fact that we had the... Mexican wave. Yes, we are. We're going to go Mexican wave this morning. We're going to start
0: here. I was thinking, okay. I was thinking the hand of God. but oh, The hand of know. God.
3: It was the hand of well, God.
0: Maradona. Maradona. So this morning, as part of um, just
3: celebrating the nations amongst us that hope, this morning we wanted to find out a bit more about some of the nations. We can't do them all because there's so many. But we want to find out a bit more about some of the nations. So if the, um, Derek and Kirst and Josh can come and join us as well, I'm going to hand over to my mate Iris, and she's going to read a few facts out about Zimbabwe.
1: Facts about Zimbabwe. The country changed its name from Rhodesia to Zimbabwe in the 1980s. Victoria Falls, one of the biggest waterfalls in the world, can be heard as far as for 40 kilometres away, in Zibwaway, in zip every toothpaste is called Colgate and every soft drink is called Coke. Well done, Iris.
3: Thank you. So th- these are my mates. This is Derek, Kirst and Josh. Um, and uh, I'll let them introduce themselves in a minute. But these guys have been with us for a while now, haven't you? Um and it's it's great to have them amongst us and because of these guys we no longer call barbecues barbecues. We call them Bries. Is that is that how you say it? That's how you say it. Yeah. Bries. So uh we we don't do barbecues anymore here. and yeah. it's just how communities and culture can um influence us all. So this morning, do you wanna just introduce yourselves, do you want to just say how long you've been here and uh
6: what your name is. Okay. Right, Derek. Um We've been here in this church since 2001, so quite a while. Um, Yeah, from Zimbabwe originally, but we moved over here to start a new life, really, and just, yeah, just make a life for ourselves, and things were tough in Zimbabwe, so we thought we'd try somewhere else.
5: To be honest, we came for a couple of years and thought we'd go home again. But uh,
6: they're not
3: leaving. We're
5: not, not leaving. We stayed. Um, I'm Kirsten, uh, married to this one. Um, yeah. <clears throat> we have Beth and Joe, who are at the back somewhere. Uh, there's Beth waving. Um, and uh, whilst we're bringing up our children British, we do when it's South Africa, Zimbabwe, or oh, Zimbabwe playing England, and anything we do tend to still support Zimbabwe. But the children are expected to support England. <laughs>
2: Josh. Um, well, the boys are definitely not expected to support England. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I'm Josh. I'm married to Claire and got um, two boys, Uriah and Eli. So moved over from South Africa when I was 10 and had a stint in Wales for three years and then England. Um, we've been in the church, I think, about nine, 10 years, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Excellent. Well, welcome, guys. Thank you for being part of Hope. We love you.
3: And uh, it's great to have you here. Can you tell us a bit about, we'll start with Josh again, just about
2: life and school life and things like that in uh, South Africa? Um, yeah, quite different to um, in England, so uh, it tends to get lighter a bit earlier and be more consistent. Um, so school started at half seven, which is normal, um, obviously, and um, then finished at uh, like half one, so then you, you'd go home and eat and then come back in for sports and things like that um everyone in the school i did go to an all-boys school so it's slightly different as well um but everyone in the school had to play um two sports so every single person in the school basically played rugby um so you'd have like an a team that's why like an so e team <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah and so uh playing rugby against another school was like a massive massive thing because basically the whole school played um yeah, and it was a big event, and they'd like be prize, and you'd get meats and whatever and stuff. So it was a bit different. Yeah. What well, about life in Zim? How was that? Was that any different? Um,
5: school life was much the same. Sport was very, very important. Um, we, as, you said, as Josh said, we were doing sport right until sort of five o'clock in the evenings, um, two or three days a week. Football was considered a club, not a sport. It can only be done on a Friday afternoon when there was an English exchange student who was willing to take it and no other sport was going to be compromised by children playing football. (laughs) Um, But yeah, school, uh, yeah, long days, seven in the morning till five in the evening and that was six-year-olds up. Um, A lot of the time, unfortunately, Zimbabwe are still terrible at sports once you hit 18. (laughs) Um, But yeah, school life was very sport-orientated and outdoors. Excellent.
3: And having moved to the UK, what do you love about English culture and what do you not so like about English culture?
6: Mm. That's a tough one. <laughs> Who wants to queue, hey? <laughs> um, go with the love first. Okay, go with the love first. I think, I think yeah, I think we love the seasons in the UK because we didn't, we didn't have that back, you know, just everything's standard. I mean, the weather's great, but not having that, that different seasons is, is, quite, is quite nice actually, so I think that's one of the things we like. Um, obviously, the NHS is a great addition to this country because, you know, you, you, you just don't get that in Africa, so no thumbs up for the NHS. Um,
2: Josh, anything you love or...? Yeah, I think probably the biggest difference, if you like, which is a positive, Um, We'll be not having to worry about security as much. Um, That's probably the biggest difference, to be fair. Uh, Because I think in South Africa, it's something you always need to be aware of, and you always need to almost like plan for. Um, Yeah, but like I wouldn't feel so unsafe going out by myself, like when it's dark and things like that. Whereas in South Africa, it'd be quite different. Yeah, yeah. How'd you find the weather? Uh, Different. Yes, yes. (laughs) Well, I went from South Africa to Wales, so very different. It was just like a misty rain most of the time. Um, Yeah, so quite different.
3: So over the last few weeks, we've been lots over a fallback. Had a look. Yeah. We've been praying for God's kingdom to come, and as much as we want it in our nation, we want it in the nations of the world for God's kingdom to come. So, what could we pray for for your guys um, in terms of? nation of Zimbabwe and the nation of South Africa. Do you want to start, Josh, with South Africa? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, so I haven't actually been back to South Africa in some time for quite a few years. So um, I spoke to my parents who have been more recently and got, we've got lots of family there still. Um, and so they were saying, um, so like I was saying with the um, security and violence and stuff like that is still a massive big issue. Um, and where... Uh, farmers are now being killed for their land, and that's becoming fairly normal, but it's probably not something you see on the news. Um, Yeah, so prayer for that. And I think as a result of that, because obviously um, a farm would employ a lot of people, so if obviously the farmers and stuff aren't there, then um, there's there's employment becoming much more of an issue um, as a result. Um, And also there is an election coming up, and there is actually a Christian party that's looking to try and run for that election as well. Um, so prayers in terms of that election, like that Christian party having some influence there, um, prayers along those sort of lines would be good. Excellent.
6: And Zimbabwe? Yeah, I sort of did the same thing with Josh. I contacted a friend who is an elder in a church there and just sort of asked specifically what they said. And he's come back and basically given a few prayer points. So he just asked for prayer for those affected by the cyclone recently in sort of Mozambique and, Southern, and Zimbabwe um, especially for children and disease, and the fact that disease won't break out because obviously when you have that kind of um, effect disease can break out he also asked for prayer that the government would change its ways and it'd be um, it would be there for its people and stop the sort of the abuse and the corruption that goes on there um, and praise for God for freedom's the church has to worship and operate and may it be effective in bringing change in the lives of zimbabwe because um yeah it's quite it's quite allowed to operate at least the church in zimbabwe that's quite a good thing um and then basically the last thing is just for the, and the next generation of leaders and people to be godly and humble
3: excellent thank you should we give these guys a round of applause thank you So, at the end of the service, well, we're going to spend some time just praying for the different nations that we, um, we have up here
0: and all the nations amongst us. So, um, we'll, we'll recap on some of those things to pray for at the end, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, thanks, guys. Um, so, we're going to just move into and, and look at a particular uh, verse, a couple of verses in the Bible that we really feel uh, really, really encapsulates what God wants to do. And, and, a, and that whole idea of cult- cultural diversity and coming together. So, um, my friend Seb is going to come and read that for us, but not as we know it first of all. So over to you, Zeb. Thanks.
6: Daarna zag ik een grote groep mensen uit de hele wereld, van alle volken en talen. Het waren zoveel mensen dat niemand ze kon tellen. Allemaal hadden ze witte kleren aan en hielden ze palmtakken in hun handen. Samen stonden ze voor de troon van God en voor het Lam. Ze riepen. The redding comes from our God who op zijn troon zit en van het lam. After this I looked and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation tribe people and language standing before the throne and before the lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands and they cried out in a loud voice salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the lamb. Excellent. That is one of my
3: favourite verses in the Bible, and it gives us a great picture of heaven. And, it, and it's amazing, isn't it? It doesn't matter where we're from, what culture, what background, what country, we're all, we'll all one day stand before the King in worship, united in purpose. And it's an amazing picture, and there's amazing hope, because as I look around the nations of the world, they're so divided, and uh, the nations divided against nation, but we will be united in purpose, we'll be united in worship. So I'm going to invite you to stand and we're going to celebrate together as one people before our King and worship together this morning. So if you can stand, the band are going to lead us and it's going to be...
0: I wanted to just return back to the video that we watched earlier where we kind of went through the Lord's Prayer and at the end, did you notice that in every language, "Amen" was exactly the same? That, that just struck me as, okay, we're all, you know, we're, we're all different tribe, different tongue. But together in God, we're united. We're united by the fact that we say amen and we all agree and put our stake in the ground and say we're with you on this. So just powerful. Really good, really good. Okay, I am going to get a couple of other helpers. So I need Joel and I need Jovia for this one. Okay, and we're going to, so yeah, let's give them a round of applause. Come on, it's good. And and they're going to introduce a couple of other nations to us. So we're going to have a bit of an Eastern European contingent up here. So let's welcome Monica and Zoltan. And Daniel as well. Wherever Daniel is, we need Daniel. There he is, he's coming. That's all right. I'll let you off. (laughs) So we're going to find out a bit, first of all, about about these two nations that we've got up here. Okay. So... Are you ready? So this is facts about Hungary first. Is that okay? All right. Okay.
2: The capital city of Hungary is Budapest. The population of Hungary is 9.7 million people. The first wine region was developed in Hungary by King Carole.
0: Well, there you go. The first wine region. It wasn't France. It was Hungary, apparently. There you go. Good. And then we're going to find out a bit about Poland.
2: Facts about Poland. Poland is a country found in Eastern Europe. The main religion in Poland is Roman Catholic. Poland has beaches, mountains, forests, deserts, and lakes.
3: Fascinating. These guys did a... When we were in Ignite this month, we wanted to celebrate the nations at Ignite. So these guys did a bit of research for us and found these facts out. So give them a round of
0: applause as they go back to their seats. Great. So we're going to ask a few questions now, just to find out a bit more about, about these nations as well. Okay. So, but first of all, you need to just share a bit about who you are, how long have you been in this country, um, and what is your favourite thing about this country shall we start with you Daniel is that ok yeah
4: um, I'm married to Phil she's the reason why I'm here um, she's the best thing I could experience in England about Englishness um, and it has been for five years now five years five years yeah.
0: Destroying the place over five years,
4: five years. Five years.
1: Um, hi, I'm Monica, married to Zoltan, and we've got a little four-year-old um, Arbel. Um, we've been in this country, by myself, I've been for um, 11 years all together, and Zoltan's been for six...
6: I came in 2003, so...
1: <laughs> for
6: so 15 years, um, maybe?
1: <laughs> yeah, just over. Um, I think my... Um, the thing that I like about England is... Um, having a structure, um, just in, in life, in general, laws, um, having that integrity in sort of everything that we do, um, the routine, um, as obviously less corruption, I would say, uh, compared to where we're from. Um, and I think most importantly that um, there's so many live jesus Centre churches in England, which obviously I can't say that's the same in in. In Romania, where are we from, actually? And yeah, we're from Romania. Uh. <laughs> yeah,
0: So we've got to clarify this, haven't we? Effectively, you're kind of from Transylvania, is that yeah. right? Which is in between Romania and Hungary.
1: Um, that's the center of Romania, Transylvania. And okay. it used to belong to Hungary. And during the first, after the First World War, it was detached um, during trianon, So um, the major minorities are Hungarians and... Um, Sadly, there has been a lot of conflict between the Romanians and Hungarians. Um, it's definitely much better, um, certainly after the communism. Um, I think the country has been through a lot, um, so no surprise. I think it's getting better, um, but I think it will be a, one of the prayer points. Um, yeah.
0: Great, great. So we'll go back to you, Dan. Daniel, sorry. Okay, no worries. Um, That's- what, what did you find one of the toughest things to adjusting to life in the UK?
4: Um, it was a challenge on a, on a Christian field. Um, I guess until I came to UK, I didn't know that there are so many Christian in the world. Not by my first experience, I watched like Got TV back in Poland, and that was my window to a Christian world in the States. Didn't know much about UK, um, so when I arrived here, um, it appeared to me very professional. The Christianity, um, everything had its own name. Uh, the Bible studies and and the project and um, so that was my first like really strong impact and I just uh, it took a while for me to adjust to it and to see what's behind the labor what I see immediately Um, because the Christianity I was coming from was just life so after work I will visit some of the Christian family Uh, which wasn't in in the place where I used to live. And the first question will be, are you hungry? I say, yes. So the woman will give me a food. A disabled woman who brought up three children and runs her own business. And the next thing, she will grab a Bible, she will sit next to me, will open the book, and as I eat... We talk, which never was very good because I can't eat and talk. Um, but we just did life together, yeah. and I, I couldn't separate what was what was the Christianity, what was life. It was all mixed, It was one. So um, my first experience here was a bit different. Yeah. Maybe
0: that's something that we need to to learn as a culture, though, isn't it? You know, kind of how do we, how are we doing life? Is it that our life is fixed on god rooted on god and that's what everything happens through that or do we have separations just yeah really interesting um to think about so just moving on um mainly because of, of time um now i know that you guys have lots of uh very lovely food we're always treated to your food um both monica and zoltan great cooks so if you haven't been around make sure you get an invite This is them saying you can come right now. Um, But just tell us about a famous traditional dish from Transylvania that you still cook here that you would like us to know about and learn
1: about. Well, I think we became quite international since, um, well, certainly since I left home. Um, but one of the dishes that I still cook um, is obviously the guillage, which I'm sure uh, lots of you heard about it. Um, it's just potatoes with beef and lots of spices and paprika, and you serve it with fresh bread. Um, I think that's if, you know, if the, the one that I, that's what I would go for.
0: It is delicious. I'm with you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so in one minute, just tell us what are the top two things we can pray about for... Transylvania and home
1: Um, yeah that would be amazing Um, basically well um, we've been back just only visiting um, but the things that I've sort of um, felt um, a lot in my heart um, I think in churches the children are children are not involved um, so they're not they're not considered active members of the church Um, so then they don't invest in children's ministry and I think I would really like to see a change in that and certainly start setting up Sunday schools because that's not the norm there to have a Sunday school and the children to have you know activities and yeah so I think that's top one Um, and then I think um, if I have to choose it's um, just really the revival spirit to sweep you know through the government because um it's obviously, it's, they're still in a mess, and you know there's a lot of corruption going on. I think God has to bring the change um, through the Holy Spirit. Yeah,
0: fantastic, thank you. And then Daniel, just top two. Yeah.
4: Um, I think I have one really. Um, Go for it. <laughs> the Lord, red, was the main religion in my country, and so my comment is very broad. Um, But I will say that that main religion has the appearance of godliness, but denies its power. And it has a very strong grip on people's mind because they are brought into it from the very early age. And they, they taught things which are not truth. And to come against that, you do really need God and because that religion uses the names which are familiar to us and and uh, terminology you talk to people who have the words but don't have a reality and it's 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 um, so do pray for opening of the eyes that there is a real god
0: Fantastic. Thank you. We will do that a little bit later on. We're going to pray for both nations. So thank you guys. Let's give them a round of applause. Thank you.
3: We're going to do something a bit different now. You ready for this? We're going to to make a bit of a change. And we're going to have a little break. We're going to have coffee and cake now.
7: Catalyst is a network of churches working together to make disciples in the nations of the world. We do three main things together in the UK. Support, equip and plant churches, train leaders through our training programs, and gather together at the Catalyst Festival. It's exciting to see what God's doing here, but it's not the only story. We're serving churches all around the world. In the Russian-speaking world, many of our churches have been affected by the Ukraine conflict. In Ukraine itself, the team are supporting those who have fled west or to Russia to avoid the fighting, as well as looking for more opportunities to advance the Gospel. In Armenia, church planters are going out to surrounding nations and in Russia, churches continue to grow and be encouraged. In the Muslim-majority world, the Gospel is advancing in remarkable ways. In Turkey, we now have four churches and seven church plants, serving both Turkish people and refugees from nearby nations. And over in Pakistan, Pervez Sahel, who leads the team serving our churches there, has had significant opportunities to speak into the nation as a whole and work with other faith groups. In the Balkans, a place of war and tension in the not-so-distant past, our churches are seeing remarkable progress. Our recent Balkans Leaders Conference was a great time in the presence of God, with 80 leaders from 9 different nations worshipping together and praying for this important region. In Western Europe, one of the most secular regions on the planet, God is continuing to work. Churches are being planted and people are coming to faith in Christ. We're now serving churches across the continent and next year we're hosting our first European Leaders Conference. In Africa, where Christianity is thriving in large parts of the continent, we're serving a growing number of churches and leaders in many different nations. In South Sudan, Hundreds of new believers were recently baptized from an unreached people group. In Ethiopia, we've seen significant gospel advance among Somali refugees. And we're beginning to work with movements in Uganda, Rwanda, Malawi and beyond, encouraged by all that God has been doing so far. In Southeast Asia, one of the fastest developing areas of the world, we are seeing a wonderful openness to the gospel. In Myanmar, we recently welcomed a group of 63 churches led by var into our family. This group is doing amazing work, reaching around 20 previously unreached people groups with the gospel. And none of this is to mention what's going on elsewhere in New Frontiers, the wider family of around a 1,000 churches in over 60 nations that we're part of. We're so grateful for what God has been doing through our network of churches all around the world and we can't wait to see how the gospel advances even further in the years to come.
3: It's it's fantastic to belong to a family of churches that are serving the nations and it's just great to hear some of those stories just about what God is doing and how we as part of Catalyst Churches are involved in that also. Did anybody spot Richard on uh, on the video? He dropped a ball at one point, he was playing volleyball, he dropped it, so you can mention that to him next time you see him. If you found out a fact about someone from a different nation, you can come and see me and Chopper afterwards, and we'll uh, we'll give you a little reward, okay? Where are we go next, Chops? So we've got a quick game, haven't we? Quick, quick game, game. A quick game, yes. So right, we thought, go on. No, no, you carry on, John. We, we thought we'd play a game just to get you back in the zone. Um, so it, it, it's kind of culturally thing. So we're going to play Chinese laundries, okay? A bit of Chinese laundries, all right? So we're going to... You, you're in three teams, middle and two sides, okay? Chops, you want to give you your first one? So
0: okay. what you're going to have to do is get the object and bring it to me or Chopper. Okay, so we've got team one over here, team two in the middle, team three over there, okay? So I'm going to shout out what you need to bring, and the first team to get it here will win. And it's just winning for pride, okay? There's no prizes for this. But still give you all. So, first one, okay, is I need you to bring us someone born in a different country. <laughs> what happened, team? Well, what, what happened? It was a bit slow, wasn't it? Well, uh, Jude wins. Where were you born, Jude?
5: Uganda.
0: Uganda Uganda there we go team one team, team one, one over one. there well, else. Yep. got to be quicker next time Quicker. team three what happened team three come on I love the fact that you've taken off your shoes ready <laughs> love it okay second one you need to bring us three shoes tied together go three shoes tied together come on
3: same team same team
0: well although they're, they're the same team they're the same team two points two points
3: same team good middle low,
0: middle good team work the middle. right last
3: team, one team last three one. I'm worried I'm worried come on you can do this I'll give you three points if you get it
0: <laughs> yeah team three I'm yeah, a bit, bit poor on the old quality today the la- the <laughs> last one you're nearly there you're still coming <laughs> yeah they've got it let's give them a round of applause hey! come on that's good. Okay, last one. Bring me an item of clothing, without looking inappropriate, <laughs> with, with, that's a colour from the American flag. Zach. Oh, yes. Oh, that was tight. That was close. That was close. I think, I th- Come on, Beth. You can keep coming, Beth. Keep coming. That was Zach, wasn't it? I think it's was in my hand. Okay. Good work, though, boys. Good work. Good well, work. Then, give yourself a round, round of applause. Man. Give him a round of applause. That's it. Good. Oh, no. It looks like my drink's fallen over as well, so we'll clean that up later. Okay. Um, so, we, we, we're going to go to our
3: last interview now, and this is a great pleasure to welcome Nadim and his family if they want to come and
0: join us. Shall we give them a round of applause? And Yasmin's going to come and introduce them for us. She's got a few facts for us about, about Pakistan. We're going to start with some facts from Yasmin. Is that okay? Shall I hold it for you? Okay, here we go.
7: Facts about Pakistan. Over 200 million people live in Pakistan. It is the 33rd largest country. There are around 20 different languages spoken. Sheep brains are commonly eaten as a delicacy.
0: Oh nice. oh, nice. Let's give Yasmin a round of applause. Thank you, Yasmin. You can go and sit down. Well done. So, yeah, sheep brains is a delicacy, apparently. Which, Lovely.
7: Sunday not sure lunch? About Sunday it, lunch?
0: But, yeah, maybe, maybe. Okay, over okay. to you, John. Yeah.